Welcome back to the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. We are two lifelong besties who are delving into what makes us, us. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Forget Me Not Diaries. I'm your host, Tyra. And I'm your host, Bree. And on last episode, we talked a little bit about who we are and why we wanted to make this podcast. For the next two episodes, Brianna and I are going to be interviewing each other, and this episode is all about me. And a little FYI, I don't call Brianna Bree. I never have. I never will. For as long as I've known her, I know that this is her new phase, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I just, I will not. And that's fine. I'll allow that. She's she's grandfathered in, uh, if you want to say. And um, But everyone else, please, if you would refer to me as Bree, I would appreciate it. <laughs> But anyways, let's get into this. So we're going to interview Tyra first. So I've got a couple questions here and I'm really excited to see what you came up with. I haven't you haven't even I, read anything. No, I haven't read anything. You your notes. Okay. So I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Brianna got the jitters over here. A little bit today. It's a little more real today. Yeah, because now we know that we have listeners and it's kind of like, holy shit, people actually wanted to listen to us. So yeah. we're pretty honored. Oh, very. All right. So first question. Are you psychic in any way? Um, so I would say yes, because I think we talk about this a lot often are my dreams that mm-hmm. I do have. Um, I actually ended up, uh, last two years ago, almost, holy shit, I've been, I was pregnant two years ago. That's wild to think about. But, uh, my, I had a dream about a week before I found out I was pregnant that my coworker in my dream told me that I was. So that was fucking weird. And that was a week prior before me taking a pregnancy test. Um, and then I do feel like I have these weird vibes of people that I care about. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, if I'm really truly caring about them or dreaming about them, there's a legit reason. And so say if I dreamt about you and then I were to call you the next day, you would then eventually probably most likely tell me that you had something not like incredibly happened to you, but like you had a traumatic event, something had happened, I don't know, good or bad, but nine out of ten times. I didn't know that that it was my dream. Like when you tell me that, I didn't know it was connected to things I tell you too. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. So like uh, other friends, um, yeah. When I'm like, oh hey, you know, I've been really dreaming about you a lot lately. Are you okay? And they're like, "Uh, (laughs) no, I'm not. (laughs) Oh no. So just kind of weird. And then, um, yeah, and I feel like my deja vu is very, 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 very premonitional I guess is how the word I want to use for that um so I've been I think so I think I'm just a little bit (laughs) um I do think that I talk to my father within the eagle community when I see an eagle I do think of my dad and I Mm. do think when eagles come to me it's a moment that I really need my dad yeah so to speak and so and then I do talk to him via the tarot cards as well when I am in the mood and I'm feeling inspirational so, yeah, I would say. When yeah. do you feel like was the first time you ever felt like you knew that that psychic power was like a part of you? Uh, not until you told me. <laughs> <laughs> not until you were like, damn, okay, your dreams are really fucking like premonition. You never connected the two? No. 
Not really. Uh, my mom is very, I think, psychic. I think my mom can see more and hear more of the other side than I can. Mm. And I think I've been really trying to not have that block as much. Um, I talked to my medium, Carrie, and she said that, you know, people just have blocks on their lives. And so I've been really trying to eliminate that block. And I think that's why I got so deep into tarot, because I was really trying to eliminate a block of not being able to go to the mm. spiritual side, to to lift the veil and being able to communicate with people yeah. on the other side. I totally resonate with that because, I mean, you know, I've told you, but I, you know, for those listening, um, when I was a toddler, I saw and talked to ghosts a lot. Yeah. And... Wasn't about like enchilada man. Yes, burrito. we'll have to tell that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. There was a guy who liked enchiladas that I talked to. Um. But he, yeah. So I, I don't see ghosts like at all though now, like at mm-hmm. all. You know, childhood innocence, whatever you want to call it. But I have other psychic abilities, so I've always wondered why that doesn't come through as much. And there are things that I think maybe it does, and I'm still blocking it mm-hmm. out. Right. But, like, it, I really feel that part about you being blocked, because I think that's been my biggest struggle. And when we get to my questions, there's a couple of things I'll touch on there, too. Yeah, that'll be exciting. That's that for be. next episode. Ooh. Yeah. So, do you believe in fate, or that a person shapes their own destiny? So this is one that I did not know how to truly answer. Um, I don't even know how. So I guess I do not believe in fate. I don't think I do. Um, I think that we got to choose this life when we were probably pre whatever in another realm. Whenever we were coming back down to earth. If this is where we wanted to go. Our spirit guides. However, I think we got to choose our life and the way we died and all of that. And I think that we know exactly what this life fucking consists of. And I think our spirit guides are there to help us, help us with our karmic, karmic, um, karmic motherfucker. I can't think of this word. Karmic, um, life. It's like karmic, um, balance. balance. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Karmic balance. Yeah. And so I think when we're here, they're like, are you going to have good karmic balance or bad karmic balance? And here are your choices Yeah. and your choices. Their spirit guides are going to obviously follow you through every choice that you make. Mm. So I think that we are create, like we already had this life rolled out for us and they're just here to guide us and to show us like, Hey, if you chose it this way, you're going to go this way, I guess, you know? So I feel like people who are really down on their luck and are really negative and really sad, all they're going to see is the not so good side of the world and are not going to be connected to their spirit guides. So how are their spirit guides going to guide them Mm -hmm. when they're not even connected to them? Yeah. Whether that's, you know, the God or, or they're just not like even recognizing them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think fate is little, not not real to me because I, mm. I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything is meant to happen the way it needs to. Yeah. And I don't think it's a coincidence that you ran into an old best friend that one time and you talked about. I think those things need to happen mm-hmm. in order to move on with your life. Yeah. So that's kind of I think that's what's hard for me, I guess, in a way, because I think I have we have such a I, you know, we both have such strong beliefs of why 
we're here Mm -hmm. and what is the bigger picture of our little light being selves and our soul selves like what is the reason what are we doing here and the people we meet along the way are our soul travelers you know i agree i agree so that's kind of how i would take that um next question i was thinking how do you encourage yourself when you're going through hard times so this one was a great one because I think I've been really ever since um, I had Thrasher, I think my postpartum depression and anxiety has been one where I needed encouragement, whether it's my own self digging myself out or somebody else, you know, trying to find that encouragement. And so I've been really low this past year too, mm-hmm. and trying to find the encouragement, whether, you know, being broke or just being down in the dumps on my period, depressive moods, um, encouraging things, I guess, is I've been through worse. I fucking have been through worse. And then I was telling you, I think a couple weeks ago, that at the end of the day, I look back and I'm like, oh, I have food in my belly, clothes on my back, a roof over my head. Thank God my kid's healthy. I'm healthy. We're okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like encouragement. I know it's like what the basics, but, but basics, literal basics, because growing up, I didn't have basics. And my mom would at least try to remind me like, hey, at least you have a warm place to sleep tonight because not everybody else gets that. Mm. You know, from what we, tr- you know, what else was going on in the world? I at least had clothes to go to school with and things like that. Um, and so then also um, I do think about my father And so for people listening, my dad is a very true spirit guide, is a very big true statement of my life because his death set the entire path for my life. For my mom being an addict, for my siblings, for the way we grew up, for meeting my stepdad to my siblings coming in, my step-siblings coming into my life, for me meeting my best friends to meeting Chance, it is set, it's the entire ripple effect of my dad's death. So like, This man did not die for a fucking reason. This man did not die for me to be fucking sad and to have a shitty fucking life. Like, he did not die for that. I know that for a fact. And so I got to encourage myself of, like, my dad would want me to do better. I need to make him proud of me. So I think that's a huge encouragement. And I think that's why I don't get so deep down into things for so long. I cannot let that succumb me, you know? Yeah. So I think that's... No, I thought... I I wasn't sure how long your stuff would last. I'm sure there's going to be, like, rippling effects oh, yeah. of that as oh, yeah. well. Oh, yeah. You know, those hormones don't just you know, evaporate. Vanish. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, but I'm very surprised. I think that's why I was so curious about this question, because I was really surprised with, that it didn't take as long as I thought it would. I thought it would be, like, a year. Yeah. Yeah, I think they typically say... Like six months oh, is, really? is okay. like postpartum, like depression. However, you view that for your hormones to try to get back into cycle, like a normal cycle, sink, yeah, sink. And so that's why I say like when I am on my period, that is when I am most hormonal. That's when I feel like I am acting the most crazy to where I can't contain my emotions, mm. and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm crazy, and I'm not thinking clearly. <laughs> I need someone to smack me, and, uh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I mean, don't we all? Um, Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. I love how you use 
your parents in both ways almost like yeah yeah like something a little bit from mom and a little bit of anything you can you know believe for your dad and yeah yeah I love that I know for sure I know that he would want all of his kids to be as happy as they can be yeah and so like that's one thing that I'm glad that I finally going to New Orleans in 2020 I finally was able to even remove that block from my life of not knowing what my dad thought Mm -hmm. and I was able to talk to Carrie and talk to my dad through Carrie and to know that like my path he's approved he knows my path he knows exactly what I'm about to go through and he's watching it all above yeah which is crazy Mm -hmm. it's awesome I wish I knew I don't think any of my spirit guides would be my family so yeah and I don't think I've ever done a tarot spread on my spirit guides either and I've never Mm. asked anybody who they are and yeah. I don't know whether they're feminine or masculine either. I don't. I've never truly. So I just view my dad as this yeah. one all be all because I don't think I have any other option. Like he's their director. And oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I could totally see that. That's so cute. I could, you know, it's like a spirit guides, my dad, me, maybe. Mm, the yeah, messenger. he's like the funnel. Yes, exactly. So mm. that, may, that might be it too. That's and I feel like that's about. another block too of like, okay. So what is the next? What is the outer ring of things? Yes. Yeah. Like I have me, then I have my dad, and then it's like goes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. All I, these beings exactly part of your team. Exactly. So mm-hmm. whether that's past self, inner child, it's just crazy. It is. What all makes up of a person. And I can't wait to get into more of I that know, I know. Episode. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh god, yeah. Like that's I could that's gonna be a whole episode is just like all of our be our our beliefs on us as beings but I'm curious now who uh, outside of the spiritual realm who would you call a female role model in your life here on earth so um I didn't know how to answer this one either so I said celebrity wise Miley Cyrus that bitch don't give a fuck about nobody, nothing. And, I mean, come on, I've been watching fucking Hannah Montana since 2004. <laughs> um, I have it's followed... going to be 20 years next year. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, <laughs> uh, when I got COVID back in 2021, um, it is my comfort show. Like, everybody has a comfort show. You'd think mine would be SVU. No, it's Hannah Montana. I will watch... I will re-watch that shit all the fucking time. Anyways, um, but love Miley Cyrus. Very does not give a fuck about nobody or the opinion of people. And she is happy mm. constantly. I love happy, her. Happy, happy. Yes, I love her to death. But um, my, like my inner circle, my people around me, I know a lot of badass women. I surround myself, I think, with only badass women (laughs) so I think that's kind of just hard because I think a lot of the women that I do talk to on a daily basis all inspire me Mm. they all do um so I would have to like immediately go with my sisters Sandy Tiffany and Khaleesi I think I have those yeah I think I have picked parts of each of them for my personality Mm. and I appreciate that from them a lot so you know whether that's taking no shit, being brutally honest, and down to have a good time. (laughs) But, yeah, no, they're very strong women. Been through a lot, so. They are strong women. I mean, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting Sandy in, like, probably ever or a long time. Yeah. Um, But I've heard enough about her. Yeah. No, she's a badass bitch. Yeah. 
badass. Powerful. All yeah. of them. Yes. Um, hmm. That's really cool. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm new at this, guys, okay? I'm trying to be a good interview person and ask follow-up questions, but sometimes this is just a and a and I'm fine with that. <laughs> yes, and it's not truly scripted either, so. No, it's not. It's just like, honestly, just the questions are. Um, we tried to, like, think about it a little bit, but um, we wanted it to be organic and just come out, but... No, I love that. We want you to feel like you are literally sitting in the room with yeah. us. Yeah, so you can just, like, have your little comments. Oh, I can't wait till we get comments and stuff. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> back to the podcast. Sorry. Um, if Oh, I love this question. If you could go back or forward to meet any version of yourself, which age would you go to and why? So this one, I guess, was pretty easy for me. I think I would go forward Mm. and I would go to where my kids are grown and have moved out. And I think I would talk to her about how the fuck did she do that? (laughs) Um, How did she handle parenting? I would love to know how she handled handled to be with Chance after having children. Mm. And then what does going back into being parents or or I guess lovers again Mm. husband and wife with no kids what does that look like and what are the advices she can give me of how to I guess soak in every step of the way I think would be fun to know and like what moments I need to hold on to the most Mm. whether when she looks back at her life what was most important what was most important hindsight Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Exactly, and I think just the advice of like, oh, when they go through this, make sure blah, 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 (laughs) and I think that would be badass. What do you think her advice would be to you, like, the first thing? Um, don't be so hard on yourself. Probably. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so fucking hard on yourself. Uh, I hope she's already, like, so grown. Uh, That's what I I view that. I view that me as being very hippy-dippy. Really? I do. Oh my gosh. Long very Fleetwood out. Mac like very, era. Very super oh, I can't long wait. white gray hair that's like kind of blondish a little bit. Mm. Wearing like some like long necklace, very very flowy clothes. Just comfy. Just very comfy. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. Um so what brings you the most pleasure in your life right now though? Um I would have to say uh my son thrasher um him learning new things it brings an entirely new heartwarming pleasure like it's just a good old fucking brings like tears to your eyes just him learning new things (laughs) and getting excited but I think the one that tops it all is watching Chance be a dad (laughs) and watching their relationship together of having a somebody who a, a boy, a, a son who is in completely in love with their father, you know, n- not knowing like past mistakes. I mean, what is it? Unconditional love mm. and chance giving him unconditional love, which I've never been able to see before. Mm-hmm. And so with him and his rocky life with his dad, watching him become a father is just very heartwarming. And I like to think of my dad loving me. Even though, like, I my dad had already passed by now at Thrasher's age. 
Um, so it's just kind of like just heartwarming to know that my dad probably was just as in love with me as I was with him, you know? So that does bring me a lot of just good old. Especially then it was probably, I mean, think about being a spirit. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. I wouldn't have left till you were way bigger. Oof. Right. But what if, why, you know, what if. No, I mean like I wouldn't have left as a spirit. I would have stuck around. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have just waited all through. Like imagine he was just watching you. I mean, that probably drove your mom crazy with how much she sees him. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. She's never, and you've never told me she said that, but I just can't imagine he would have left you at that age. Well, and that's another thing like with the medium talking he's never left me i think they do get to visit sometimes and come down and be with us um when that happens i don't know but i feel it Mm. you know like i I can feel it now Mm. i just have goosebumps there's fucking hair raised on end um it makes me kind of want to cry um but just knowing that i think he has been with me every step of the way and that i've never even i've never had anybody put it into the perspective of him watching me as a baby Really? never being able to be there. So. That's dang. sad. Oof. <laughs> I know. I know. But that, it's also heartwarming because, like, everything I've heard about your dad from you or from the medium, um, that, you know, by proxy, I just, if he's always been here, he's always been there, you know? Yeah. From the start. I mean, I bet the start was the hardest. Yeah. No, and that's another thing she told me that. When they do pass over, they don't view time the same. Mm. So they're sitting here wondering why we're crying over them. Why it feels like eternity when they're like, you're going to be with me tomorrow, basically. The time is not the same at all on any linear type thing. They think it's still the day that they died, basically, while being up there. And so they're seeing us and they're watching our lives pass by, basically. And then one day we will be with them again. Because I swear to God, if I fucking die and I do not, do not meet my, I will freak the fuck out. <laughs> I'll fucking burn the place down. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me get out I first. did not. I did not just go through this fucking crazy ass fucking life to go to the afterlife and not find my daddy. <laughs> I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, that soul's already moved on to the earth. And you're going to be like, send me down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're like, I need him now. And then I'm, I'm going to be his mama in the next yeah, one. So, there you go. Exactly. Be like, send me ahead of him. <laughs> exactly. So, who knows? Oh, who that'd be so knows? funny. It'll be great. Uh, we It'll could write great. a whole book on just like all that stuff. I swear. All the scenarios. You, me, and mom should do that. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh. Yeah, wow. Uh, I love how passionate that is for you. Thank you. Um, Do you think differently about yourself now from how you felt about yourself when you were younger? So I think when I was writing this down last night, I guess it was kind of hard for me to like think about this question because I guess, um, not to get real dark, so like trigger warning here, I thought I would would have been dead by now. Like, I don't think, I don't, I, like, that's, I think, another reason why I'd never planned shit. Because I I didn't think that I would make it. Yeah. Or I didn't want to. You know, um, being a little depressed 14-year-old that I was, um, 
you know, I don't never thought about it. So I guess it's hard. But like if I had to think about her and thinking of her watching me now, I think mm-hmm. she would be very, very like, holy shit. What do you mean we met our high school sweetheart? Like we always wanted to do. Like I mm-hmm. think it's just very, you know, you already are, what is it, manifesting your life even in your preteens. You know, you're manifesting like weird scenarios already. Mm-hmm. And so I do think differently. I think she would view it very differently now. Yeah. Well, I guess what I was really thinking about when I thought of this is like how you think about yourself now versus how you thought about yourself then. Oh. I Well, no, I loved your response. I'm just, now I have a second question. <laughs> yeah. So I guess, shit, I don't know. Read me the, read me the question. So how, sorry, do you guys. feel different about like do you think differently about yourself now versus how you like do I love myself more than I did back then kind of yeah I guess like do you it says do you think differently about yourself now from how you felt when you were younger like so so how you felt about yourself is what I thought they were saying okay I could see that I should have written it myself it's all right it's all right (laughs) um I guess yeah no obviously like I wanted to fucking die back then I hated myself I hated myself even though everyone was like, you're fucking great. What the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, I think it was very, you know, um, I was very different. Like, I mean, we talked like on last episode, you know, it was very weird to me, I guess. Weird. You know, my mom really tried to make us as normal as possible at the same mm-hmm. time because our life was already so fucking crazy with her. I think it was very forced to have this um, illusion of being not perfect but you're not going to talk about this. You're not going to talk about me. You're not going to talk about anything. You're not going to talk about how imperfect your life is. No. And you're going to go out there and you're going to smile, kill them with kindness and never let anybody know what this is like. And so maybe I think that's why I have such an embarrassment with ish like that. Maybe even talking about my childhood is just like embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if that's just a, a kid being raised by an addict as embarrassing as it is. Because you don't have this normal sea of childhood. Yeah. Teenage years. You don't have that normal sea. So I don't know if that's like, now that I look at myself now, I'm like, wow, I'm a badass bitch. I've been through some fucking shit and I should have never been th- put through that shit. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck am I going to do about it? Nothing. Because it's already fucking done and happened. It's in the past now. But, like, look at me growing from it mm-hmm. and stemming from this beautiful life that I have made for myself, you know. And, like, my mom taught me what not to do. Yeah. And so that was nice of her to do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was her only purpose. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I'm like... I'm sure not. She's a, a complicated lady, but... <laughs> <laughs> Which will delve in. One of her many purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's for sure, too. And I do think about that. Like, you just have these people that are here on this journey with you to fulfill a certain purpose, and that is fucking it. They don't have any other purpose in life but to give you hell, maybe. Mm. And that is it. Continue being an obstacle. And that is it. Yeah. And then maybe that these people are just with that you for however long, you know? Yeah. Just becoming an obstacle constantly. So, um, really trying to distance myself from that obstacle. I truly, I mean, I feel very similarly. I haven't delved into it, but like from other people I've talked to about their experiences with 
thinking of family members or friends or people in their life as those type type of people that are in your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about soul travelers yeah. earlier. I believe that we travel with those kinds of souls as Mutual. well that are attached to yes. us in some way. Yes. And that um, will raise yeah. havoc for that moment or however, or however long. I mean, you talked about your mom and having a soul traveler that was not a good person mm-hmm. and has had many lives with that person. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I could see that, you know, that too. I don't feel that attached to my mom though. I think maybe we have touched on this. Like I don't oh. feel that attached to my siblings to know like, Hey, we have gone through this together. Really? Like, yeah. I kind of feel that way with, some and I don't know if that's because my siblings are very blocked off to this topic we don't fucking talk about this shit true no one talks about this with me so then how do I get to feel if this person has soul bonded with you know what I mean does that make sense no totally you can't even get to that level of connection if they're not open to it yeah so I don't know I truly don't know do I feel it no Mm. maybe they're just very new they could be I was told my sister was uh, earthbound, like, new soul. Yeah. Like, she was born on earth type of soul. Yeah, but then again, um, I look at Tiffany. I was, yeah, we were born other places. Right, right. And then I look at Tiffany and all the shit she's been through, too, and I'm like, okay, no, there's no fucking way. Those bitches, she's old. Yeah. She's old. But, I mean, Kaylee, too. That, too. I think Kaylee's wise. She's just wise. She, she's She just wise. came here to start her own shit yeah she's a very wise girl mm-hmm. and i wonder if she had wise people taught maybe wise spirit guides oh man i'd love to dive into that with her yeah, someday we'll have to cool. we'll have to get kaylee on the episode that'd be crazy but yeah sorry i diverted that hardcore no i, I think <laughs> i'm that's a badass good. bitch i think that's really good i think we really need to delve into everything yes, <laughs> um, yes. so let's see <laughs> Oh, this one's big. I think this one will be big, maybe. Um, Describe a person or a situation from your childhood that had a profound effect on the way that you look at life. I feel like we've already touched on a lot of those, kind of. I fucking hated this question. (laughs) Because this is about all I can think about is traumatic experiences. That's all I went. I went straight negative with this shit. But it's like how you look at life. It like changed I guess. how you look it's, at it's life. It's a profound, yeah. I mean, did I think of, wow, damn, I grew up. Like, adult now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, fight or flight, bitch. <laughs> Time to survive. Very. And so, I mean, that, and that's fine. <laughs> that's right. just how I took the question, I guess. I'm yeah. Like, and that's what I told my therapist, too. I'm like, damn, I just have too much trauma. Mm. I have too much shit. I have too many traumatizing things that... And you've never... This is like your first time in therapy. Mm-hmm. So it's still all there. Mm-hmm. You just hold on to it. Yes. And so like I'm... You know what... So my profound... Of, what, read me the question again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Describe a person or a situation from your childhood that had a profound effect on the way you look at life. So I guess the only thing I can say is, um, like when my parents were getting a divorce, I think that was a huge moment because it wasn't like your typical, oh, let's shelter our child. We're getting a divorce. Um, it was, let's ship her down to California. Let her live with her bitch ass aunt. (laughs) I'm sorry. If if anybody, if my family fucking listens to this, fuck my aunt. Um, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, (laughs) 
maybe we'll talk about that one episode. I know it's not nice to hold grudges, but fuck that bitch. Anyway, okay. all right, <laughs> moving on. But they sent me to live down with there with her, and um, while I'm down there in California, not knowing shit about what's going on at home, my parents are actively getting a divorce. Um, my mom's moving out. My dad is telling me everything's okay, and my dad, I mean by my stepdad, Mike, and um, that they're going to work it out and they're going to go to therapy. And the entire summer I was gone, my entire, what is it, fifth going into sixth summer. You were. Uh, I was in California all summer long, um, did not talk to my mom one time. My mom never called me. It was only my dad. And I thought my mom was going to pick me up from the airport, and it was just Sandy. And so from that moment on, Sandy was very, took me under her wing because she was like, I don't fucking know how this divorce is going to play out. What the fuck's Tyra going to do? And then, by the way, guys, I am the youngest out of my family. Mm. Tiffany and I are eight years apart, and then it just goes up from there. So I am the baby. I am alone constantly growing up. I have nobody with me besides, you know, my friend Jeannie, um, basically. And she knows, her mom knows my fucked up mess. Jeannie knows my fucked up mess, you know. So it was good, at least, that somebody had an inside young of what I was dealing with. But anyways, um, so from that moment, I think I remember going up to Sandy's whiteboard because I had basically lived with Sandy at this point, going back to school because she lived, or excuse me, worked at Air Liquide right next to PJ mm-hmm. And so um, she would bring me to school every morning and I would just stay the night a lot, a lot. And my mom was technically homeless at this time. Mm-hmm. I think we had moved in with some guy named Pete in Peters Creek. And we had moved in with them and like, it was, my mom was very absent at that time. Like I barely saw her at the same time. It was so weird. And then like to come to find out that she was having an affair as well. Like she had gotten with Tony that summer, like as everything's happening. And so like my mom's out doing her own thing. My dad's home heartbroken. And who was like pissed off at my father, you know, it's like weird. You have these like, Oh my God, I was so like, involved with my mom and I would kill for her Mm -hmm. I would have killed for my mother you said one bad thing about her uh, it was end of end of conversation we don't talk about my mom and so I didn't let Sandy in in those sense and she respected that that we could not talk about my mom but I remember reading on her whiteboard the word um optimism um what is like an optimism optimistic person And it's like glass half empty, glass half full type thing. And that, I don't know, but that one fucking word shaped my entire life. Wow. Um, It was very, yeah, you know, your glass is half full, always. Mm -hmm. It's not half empty, it's half full. And so I told Sandy, I said, we're going to be able to get through this divorce. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we are. We're going to get through it. We're going to figure it out. Years later, Sandy then tells me, you know, I think probably one of these recent trips to Seattle that she was about to adopt me. Like, it was about to be this whole fucking custody thing, even fostering, because Sandy didn't know what life was going to be like for me. Yeah. And so I was, it just is alarming to hear how many people, and you know, and I'm like, you know, how many people would have went to bat? Mm-hmm. Would I have let them, though? Like, you know, if your mom was like, hey, Tyra, moving in with me, sorry, like, tough fucking balls, I would have been so pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. It was always your choice to be there. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and so like I do think of like, oh, why didn't anybody rescue me? I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't have wanted that. Let's be real here. You know, 
And so, just... because no, if I remember, you know, just you talking about it, too, makes me remember that even when you did live with us, it was, like, for, for those listening, it was, like, four days a week or something like mm-hmm. that. Two, five days a week yeah. you were at the, our house. Yeah. But you always went home to see your mom on the weekends. Yeah. Like, you had to go check on her. Stuff was happening Ugh. throughout the week sometimes. Like, no, you were there for her a lot. Oof, I'm gonna cry. Sorry. I know, I can tell. You're getting all red. Uh, oof. Yeah, no, shit fucking so crazy. But yeah, so I think that profound moment was very, like, you need to be an op- optimist. Because yeah. a lot of people are pessimist. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. So, be optimistic because your life like I said, could be fucking worse. Yeah. You know? Always. Always. And I know that's not the best way to look at things, but um, it's better than fucking being homeless and having gr- hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, not knowing where your next meal is going to be. Like, my life could be so much shittier, you know? So we're doing I think okay. That, that's what I tell myself. Yeah, we're doing okay. So, but that was a profound moment, I think, for my childhood was that I think my parents getting divorced... And just reading that word on Sandy's thing and just knowing that I can always be positive. Mm-hmm. There is always positivity in certain situations, I guess. I Maybe. love that. You I know? love that. That was deep. So. I felt that. I got goosebumps. <laughs> felt like I was going to cry sometimes. <laughs> love that. Um, so, you know, you have a kid now. So how would you like your children and your grandchildren to remember you like once you're gone and things i was thinking about this one too and i just want them to say that i was a badass bitch (laughs) that took no shit from not one fucking person yeah and i was always real i was always honest i was always down down to ride down for the fucking ride um i'm a ride or die bitch you are um and so i just want them to be able to tell their kids you know or their great grandkids of just how cool i was <laughs> no, <laughs> that's so basic no how it's cool great I was. though that's what else what does anybody want exactly of how cool i was and i just i guess i want to be like respected mm. you know i just want to be respected like holy fuck this bitch has been through a lot we respect your grandma yeah we don't fucking we don't we don't say that shit to her you leave your grandma alone she's been through the ringer (laughs) right and like you know like I guess another thing is I you when we when I read these quotes of like lives that we have touched without even knowing that we have touched people's lives I think I just want somebody just to be like we do this this way because she taught us that Mm. we don't do it any other way because we learned it that way from her like my grandma teaching my mom how to cook potatoes we don't do it a different way you know what I mean? That kind of stuff of like, oh, I learned this from who, this in person and blah, blah, blah. So I just hopefully I can teach my kids so many things that they go on and then they teach and then they teach and then they teach and then it goes all the way back to me, I guess. You know, or just you, you want to leave a legacy yeah, behind. And I guess that's truly what I want to do is leave a legacy for my children. Yeah. You Something know? to hold on to. Yeah. And so I think that's what's cool about this podcast. Yeah. No, definitely. I I mean, being a genealogist slash family historian, mm-hmm. this is yes. like my dream. Exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine if we had things like this? If I had great-grandmas and great-great-great-great-grandmas who were able to have a podcast, God, I'd shit myself. Yeah, or even have the recordings of their voice. Yeah. And that's like another thing of having my grandmas both be dead. Mm. And my only living grandparent is my dad's dad. 
Um, and not having shit to remember them by. I don't have shit. So, like, I have nothing, basically. Mm. You know, and that sucks. That fucking sucks. So I have people's personal accounts. Is it true or is it not? Mm-hmm. Hoping that what they're telling me is real. Um, and then I have people that are, I guess, holding my grandma's things hostage and doesn't want to spread the love. Yeah. So I think that hurts as well. And so I guess I It's like a very real block. Yeah. And so that I do hope that I can leave things behind for my children and my grandkids. Whether that's, you know, I think we have like my grandma's magnet collection. Mm. I treasure that shit. Mm -hmm. Even though all the magnets are broken off of it. It's in a fucking postage box in my closet. Yeah. I will never let that go. Yeah. And so I think that's another thing which is kind of cool about me is that I don't hold on to like materialistic shit. I guess I'm not very... If it's not serving me a purpose, it goes, you know, I'm not very like my mom hoarded a lot of shit, a lot of shit, like clothes. My Mm -hmm. mom hoarded clothes because she was on the run, not the run, but the move constantly. Yeah. So she'd be leaving behind so many fucking things as her mom's like packing them in the middle of the night, getting them to go move to the next town. And you're shoving as much shit as you can into a black trash bag. And she's just leaving behind all these things. So, like, my mom, I think, in turn, kept every fucking thing possible. And then, like, my mom and my stepdad, Mike, were very toxic and not good. So they would get drunk and fight. Well, then my mom would destroy his personal shit. And then he would turn around and destroy my mom's personal shit. Oh, my God. So, like, letters from my grandparents, things like that. And, I mean, she would do the same shit to my dad, though. Yeah, no, it's just sad in general. Mm -hmm, Exactly. So, like, all that shit ruined so i don't truly have any any personal prized possessions of anyone that truly has passed on wow but anyways that's what i kind of want to leave for my grandchildren too and if i don't have prized possessions at least like hopefully i have some sort of my grandma always said this Mm -hmm. my mom said this you know that type of stuff would be great oh I can't wait. I can't wait till we all have kids and we're grown up again. It's like when we were 15 and we're like, we can't wait to get here. I know. And now I'm like, I can't wait to be 45. This <laughs> 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 is like, I'm like, and more, about that. And more healed. Mm. 45 and more healed, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, who knows? That's still 20 years away. This, this stuff just keeps coming back around as I've seen it for people, so... <laughs> I think it's going to be a little bit of the same. <laughs> a little bit of the oh, same. Fuck me. Um, uh. Yeah. So, last question. What's your best piece of advice for living? That's a big one, I feel like. Yeah, it's fucking huge. <laughs> I go big or go home, so. Um, I think, like I said, on it, I think, like, a huge model that I probably will get tattooed on myself, I guess, three mottos three mottos it is what it is mm-hmm. it is what it fucking is yep like there's no ifs ands or buts about that yeah okay you can change your life from here on out from here on out but it is what it is it is what you make it yep it is what it is so i think that's like where you're like also like internal peace like it is what it is. Usa. You know, very... Sa-na-na-na. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, it is what it is. Okay, number two. Everything happens for a fucking reason. 
I think that is like a huge, like, I don't, I think I've like in the last 10 years of meeting chance, I think that is one that I've gripped in by mm-hmm. the balls. And I'm like, this is, it is what it, or excuse me, everything happens for a reason. Like, I think my mom was also big into that too. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, Tyra. Everything happens for a reason. And I'm like, okay, all right. I can see that too. Yeah, I can. And that's why I think I truly have that great desire of, well, of proving people wrong. Mm. And of my dad, like I said, back to that, my dad didn't die for no reason. Right. He died for a reason. Whether that was to save his children from dying on him, whether that was his wife dying on him, whether that was, oh, I have to die in order for Tyra to fulfill her legacy. Oh, okay. I'm going to do that because I would fucking do that for my child. Right. For my child to have a great ass fucking life. Yeah, I fucking would. Right. Oh, gave me goosebumps again. My back too. (laughs) Well, and it made me think about like, um, you know, mom's miscarriage. Mm -hmm. I would not be here were that soul not to have made that choice. Yes. And then there was another one that I think I heard from a medium or somebody where like, um... Where did I hear this? Anyways, it was where this guy had this brother, right? And he died really young, like your dad for you. Mm-hmm. And he was... Oh, I think... Have you ever watched that cab medium? The guy who's in a cab and he's a psychic medium and no. he makes me... I gotta show you this uh, oh guy. God, he okay. is the real fucking deal. He okay, is cool. crazy. Cool, cool, Anyways, cool. but this guy, he was like, did you have a brother when you were really young or something? And he was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, he died for you. For you to do this. And I was like, goosebumps. Yeah, whoa. It, could bring, it could bring tears to my eyes. Oh my god, it was insane. So because yeah, I, I totally I, believe in that. I, What's number three though? Sorry, sorry. I interrupted you. Um, number three is um, coincidences. They are not a thing. Coincidences are not... Oh, that's a, just a little quinky dink. No, it fucking ain't, bitch. <laughs> that message came to you for a goddamn reason. Yeah. That's, I think, like, that's what my medium told me. She's like, oh, by the way, Tyra... Everything that you thought in your life was a coincidence, it wasn't. Your dad had made sure to plan that for you. That everything in your life has been planned. Hmm. And now he is just watching it happen. He's making it happen. He is moving the obstacles. He is doing the things that he needs to do in order for you to have a good life. Goosebumps. Amen. Praise Jesus all above because holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. And so, I mean, maybe not everybody gets that, and that's fine. You don't have to get it, you know? And I'm sorry that you don't have somebody in your life that is doing that for you. I hope so. I hope that you have a spirit guide and a guardian angel that is hoping that you're being out of harm's way constantly. And that is trying to veer your car back into the right direction constantly. Back into the lane, yeah. Exactly, when you feel like you're going off the rails. Oh, well, you needed to go off the rails for like two seconds, but here you go. <laughs> this is a necessary detour. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I just, you know, like my sister, I think uh, a few years ago found an old, 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 like elementary school boyfriend's I or Sam found one of my sister's old elementary school boyfriend's ID at an Eagle River Park. And he's like, hey, Tiffany found this guy's ID. Can you check on Facebook of who this guy is? And Tiffany's like, shut the fuck up. No way. And it was a really old, old, old friend. And I was like, oh, my God, that's not a coincidence. 
And she's like, yeah, it is. I don't know what you're... And I'm like, whatever, bitch. That is not a coincidence. That is not what a coincidence. What the heck? Yeah, it's just kind of cool. So I think, like, moments of that of where you're like... I think it was, like, what, the day after my baby shower, I was having a mental breakdown. <laughs> we can <laughs> dive into that another time. That depends on who's listening. <laughs> Anywho, um, day after my ba- baby shower, I was having a mental fucking breakdown. I remember... I think I had texted Brianna. I was like, I'm going to the store alone. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this now. (laughs) And I told Chance that I'm going to the store alone. No one come with me. Anyways, I'm bawling my eyes out on the way to fucking Walmart. And I'm coming over the bridge by uh, Sylvan, passing the American Legion. And I'm like, Dad, if you're fucking listening to me, show up. You know, and, like, I I look out the window and I see a raven and I'm like, fuck, that's not my father. Next thing you fucking know, an eagle soars the fucking sky, dips down, hovers over me, and I'm like, ugh, thank you. Thank you. I really needed that. I appreciate you so fucking much. Like, so then, yeah, so I have moments like that where I'm like, that wasn't a fucking coincidence. No. No, it wasn't. That was a message for me. Yeah. You know, so I think that's very... Very, like, I think even becoming into tarot when I needed it, Mm. that wasn't a coincidence that needed to happen. Like, us talking again needed to happen. I needed to have the spiritual journey and the spiritual breakthrough for a reason. Yeah. You know? So, I think that was, like, Especially, like, you had nothing else. Like, I feel like therapy kind of brought me to a spiritual place Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. But I had family therapy at, like, 14, 15. Yes. So, but then then didn't again until I was 18. Mm -hmm. So then I had to like, then I was like on it and I was like, I got to find some outlet for this, you know? So I totally, I think things like that just happen like that for, like you said, for a reason, like you started your, you kind of did it the other way where you started spiritual journey, which led you to be like, I need therapy. Yeah, because I can't That's keep part of the shadow work. I exactly, think. exactly. No, for sure. And Brianna was my therapist for a hot minute because <laughs> she would take shit that she learned from therapy and give it back to me. So I mean, you're, you're like, what is it? You're planting seeds, you know, for your people. Yeah, I call it trickle down therapy. Effect. <laughs> uh, I've seen it happen online for other people. Like they're like, yeah, or, like I mean, I see memes about it a lot. Like where you're like. Telling your bestie what you learned on in therapy so she doesn't have to. <laughs> exactly. Save save the money. Yeah, exactly. Share the wealth. Yeah. Share the fucking wealth. I mean, obviously there comes a point in a relationship or any time where if you truly need therapy, like, it's... The, there oh, is yeah. no... There is no... Um, what's band-aid? the word? Substitute oh. for... Yeah, band-aid. There's yeah. no substitute for... Therapy. For therapy. Like, no. your friends can be there to a certain point, but you, that's, like, not something you Own can... Own your shit. Yeah, I, I had to learn that too so yeah. not trying to call Tyra out here at all <laughs> just like yeah that that's there's no I want to say that there's no substitute for therapy mm-hmm. like you gotta sometimes that you just gotta take the dive yeah. and I love therapy I think people need to chill yeah no I love <laughs> therapy and like I said my postpartum journey led me to therapy where mm. I was like holy fuck I have too much shit yeah I have too much mental shit and I cannot raise a baby with having this mental load on my head of constantly wondering if people are judging me for what I do with him. Whether that's my sister takes him three nights out of a fucking seven night week and she has him for half the week. Well, I really fucking needed that. And I can't believe I just admitted that on this podcast. <laughs> um, doesn't, doesn't happen as often. But, you know, like he's with her tonight on a Tuesday night. So then we can be here and do writing group. And it has provided me lots of clarity to myself. 
So, you know, props to my sister for doing that and taking that on and her kids taking that on too. Mm-hmm. For all of them watching him. Takes and a village. It takes a fucking village. And that's another thing of like, what does healthy village, what does a healthy village look like? Right. I've never seen one. Mm-mm. So I think that's also very hard for me to understand too because it's like, I fucking should be struggling. I should be feeling horrible and not have slept for days. And me and my husband should be fucking hating each other because that's what postpartum looks like. But no, it doesn't have to be. Mm-mm. And I'm sorry. I'm truly from the bottom of my fucking heart. Mm-hmm. My heart breaks for the women that do not have that. And if I could do it for you, I fucking would. Yeah. I fucking would. You know? And so it's just, it's just fucking crazy. No, and you gotta, it, it's, it's, you just gotta be grateful. It's all you can be do is be grateful for what you have. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like at the end of the day, when I write my journal, the very last thing I write in, you are a good mom. Really? Yeah. So then I can keep telling myself that. That's going to be great. Change change the way that I think. Good. So. I need to do something like that. That's smart. Yeah. That is smart. Literally rewiring. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So. Yeah. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Well, this has been so fun. Yes, I, I can't wait it. to do yours next. This would be know. fucking great. I know. I wish we could do it right now. But Me that's too. Okay. <laughs> I uh, wish we could post this tomorrow. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, no. I know. I know. We're oh, well. t- we're st- I, as you can tell, guys, this is like this is very fun, and I'm I feel like it's only gonna get more and more fun. And and I did want to talk about a little bit of things um, that you can kind of. Maybe simmer on uh, in your own little listening houses wherever you are. Um, one thing that I would love is if people, you know, if you think we're somebody and people that could like really interview somebody great, somebody who has lessons to give, mm-hmm. somebody who has really wi- like a lot of wisdom and insight. If you have people that you think would be good for this podcast, please recommend them to us. Email us or message us on Instagram. We would love to talk to them or talk to you if that's who you think it is. That yeah. That would be great. That would be awesome. Funny people, too. Funny people, too, yeah. <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like most wise people are or really funny. funny. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> they have, they've gone through enough to be wise. They've yes. got enough to be funny. Yes. No, for sure. And um, I think we're going to try to do some questions and polls on the Instagram, I think. Yeah, coming up soon. Yes. So I guess, what is it at the end of a podcast? Please um, subscribe. Yeah, like, definitely. Leave a review. <laughs> Comment. If you can, share, like, subscribe, all those good things. Yes. No, this was a really great episode. So thank you all for listening. And um, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.